All right. You ready to get started? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, kick it off. Welcome back to Street Writers. It is our 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. Yes, well, uh, this is going to be easy because I'm, I'm just going to set up and then turn over to my, my good friend, our good friend, Josh Corder, who we worked with in advertising for years. Um, brilliant, creative art director who kept rewriting my headlines because he was a writer <laughs> from the beginning. And uh, he has left the, be the business for better things. He's a Buddhist teacher and, and leader at the Dharma Punks in New York. And he's written a wonderful book and he writes articles that delve into Buddhism as well as the psychology of the mind. And he's way smarter than I am. Did I get most of it? I think you got all of it except for the part being smarter than you are. I don't know where you uh, found that delusion. <laughs> but, Speaking uh, of delusion, uh, give, us, give us the title of your book. It unsubscribe. Uh, that's it. Uh, and... Uh, Opt down, opt out of delusion, tune into the truth, or something like that. I don't remember something <laughs> like that. Something <laughs> that you know I threw out there and subsequently <laughs> just wound up on the cover. I was scared I was going to forget the full name of the book, and then you did. So that's uh, that's <laughs> not a good thing. It is available on uh, Amazon and in bookstores and um, all all over the place. And we did some cool video to promote it, so. Yes, uh, we did, I mean, on top fun. of a bridge and parks and stuff like that. And you even like uh, lost some equipment that day, I remember. I oh, did, nice. I nice. did, I did. Take a swing at this. These are the tips, tricks, and sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. So Josh, do you have a nice tip that you'd love to share with people? And, and like, how do you plow through? How do you keep going? Well, obviously one germane issue is what kind of writing we're doing. When we're trying to be really uh, coherent, easy to understand, uh, when we're trying to be very schematic, methodical, where it's we're very sure that we're trying to get across a message that somebody we really want them to know, it's interestingly, that's that's primarily left hemispheric. Mm -hmm. When we're writing stuff that's very um, metaphoric, open-ended, poetry, writing a headline as opposed to body copy, if we were doing a s lyrics for a song, then uh, the metaphoric language is almost entirely right hemispheric, interestingly enough. Mm -hmm. And while... Mm -hmm. Both regions, both hemispheres are, you know, we're always bilateral, but uh, depending upon what kind of writing, there's certain times of the day and there's certain exercises that make each more uh, feasible. For example, when we first wake up in the morning, we're far more uh, right hemispheric mm -hmm. and therefore we're more capable of being free associative and uh, we're able to make jumps that are not very logical or not very uh we can write things that are essentially open-ended and can mm -hmm. be freely interpreted so somebody mm -hmm. was um a poet or somebody was you know if in advertising if they had to churn out a bunch of headlines interestingly enough they would be better off waking up before they have a cup of coffee mm -hmm. before they have any of the schematic um, sort of left 
dorsolateral regions of the brain working, they would want to just start plowing out, churning out language without any stopping, without any tightening, without any, uh, in any way, uh, trying to make it sound good. They would try to just mm -hmm. essentially vomit it out without and just try to get as much as they could out on paper mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. because of course headlines and and poems and song lyrics they're not necessarily trying to convey information they're trying to get across a feeling they're trying to get mm -hmm. across something that uh creates a visceral connection with something and that's your right brain is far more capable of doing that. And if you were going to do that, if I was going to do that, I would try to empty my mind out mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. try to carry any predetermined idea. I would literally just, just churn it out. Mm -hmm. On the mm -hmm. other hand, if I was having to write, you know, if I was, uh, God forbid, back in advertising and I had to write, you know, body copy <laughs> where I had to uh, convey something that I really wanted people to understand the benefits of something, the pain points, the, the articulate in a really clear, discernible way the uh, uh, value of something. Mm -hmm. Or I was trying to get across an experience and have somebody really visualize exactly uh, what I had in, you know, what I wanted to get across. Well, then I would do it in the late afternoon or af late morning or afternoon. I would carry in my mind all of the most salient ideas and then I would try to put them in an order. Mm -hmm. And then I would visualize a friend that I was talking to because that would make it, that would activate the regions, especially left, uh, ventral medial and broken Wernicke's regions that really care about being coherent and understandable. But if I was writing uh, poetry, I wouldn't visualize somebody because I wouldn't try to make it uh, coherent. I would just try to just allow mm. the language to express whatever the feeling was. Uh, mm -hmm. Even if I was trying to write something like a title of a book or a title of a an article, I wouldn't, uh, that's what I would do first thing without any, mm -hmm. I would never allow myself to stop and edit it ever because the moment you start editing, you switch off the free associative metaphoric parts of the brain. And then you're just in, Is does this sure. make sense? And so I think it really, there's different ways and strategies to we have to know what we're trying to write and then mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. that they there's uh, appropriate techniques and tools that we can employ try to remove from writing any negative associations because the more we associate writing with something that is stressful or self-critical or where we're comparing ourselves with other writers or anything that then what happens is avoidance coping and it will become more and more difficult and when we do it we'll start feeling negative somatic you know expressions in the body it'll become more and more painful so i tell myself if i write a little bit of this then i'm going to reward myself <laughs> mm -hmm. I, and then mm -hmm. I would keep the writing part as far away from the editing part as I possibly could. Got a tip to share? Send it to streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. They beat us. 
to the punch. It's time to admire the craft or be jealous of it. Is there something you're jealous of? Well, there's so much, because I'm one of those people that has the Kindle and just has like <laughs> about 12. You books know, open at once. Twelve books open at once, and uh, one guy I always love is W. G. Seabold, who was this uh, great writer. Who uh, I'm reading right now, a book called Austerlitz, which is just a classic and uh, literature, and it's like one of those things where you just read a sentence and you just want to give up ever trying to right <laughs> again. I enjoy a lot of psychology and neuropsychology and there's still some surprisingly well-written ones, especially mm -hmm. Descartes' Error, Antonio mm -hmm. Damasio, great book on how much our emotions actually steer our behaviors and what we do. Mm -hmm. and he's a brilliant writer, just lovely to read. I've also been enjoying Patti Smith's books because I'm an old punk and I just <laughs> love reading her. And mm -hmm. she's a genius writer. I mean, wow. her book, Just Kids, mm -hmm. is just a, already a classic. Like I'm very slowly, admittedly, going through a thousand-page book called Duck's Newburyport hmm. by L. I can't remember her first name, Elman, maybe Lucy Elman or something like that. And mm -hmm. it's uh, an all-internal monologue of a, of a housewife in Ohio going on and on and on about just modern life. Hmm. And, uh, it's just essentially a stream of consciousness, a la Virginia Woolf. And that just came out this year. It was shortlisted for the Booker Prize. What writing is knocking you out? Tell us about it at anchor.fm slash streetwriters slash message. That's the first half of our interview with Buddhist teacher and writer Josh Corder. Come back next week for the second half. That's it for this time out, Josh. Thanks for being here. Be sure to subscribe, folks. Leave a review and connect with us at streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends to listen and their friends too. Take it to the streets and fight to write, baby. <laughs>